0: Hey guys, thank you so much for listening or watching our podcast. If you're enjoying our podcast, we would like to invite you to support us by leaving us a review. Let us know how you have been encouraged by each one of the stories that you have listened here. Also leaving us your feedback. You can also help by following us on social media on Instagram and Facebook or by liking or commenting on our post and also by sharing with your friends and family. Also, don't forget to subscribe on our podcast and YouTube channel. Another way that you can also help us is financially by visiting our patreon page by going on the link here on the description. This is Ordinary People with Extraordinary Lives, a series dedicated to the testimonies of believers and followers of Jesus Christ. I am your host Arlenis Bucklew. In celebration of Christmas, we have Ty Nickelberry bringing us a short message on the true meaning of Christmas. On behalf of our team, we wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Here's Ty.
1: Merry Christmas, everyone. My name is Ty Nickelberry, and today I'm going to talk about what is the meaning of Christmas. And for many of us, especially us who are in America, we think of pine trees and decorating uh, the tree with lights. We think of eggnog, ugly sweaters, and singing songs with families and friends. And for many of us, or for some, there's that last minute shopping, being anxious, impatient, and angry as you're weaving in and out of foot traffic, trying to get to the register, all the while hearing this song Over and over again, all I want for Christmas is you, by Mariah Carey, vowing that, you know what, I'm no longer going to do this. I'm going to do all of my Christmas shopping over Amazon. For others, um, Christmas can be uh, a time of loneliness, maybe not having those childhood memories that causes a sense of joy. For others, Christmas is a time of just being really skeptical. Thinking that Christmas is nothing more than consumerism, the exploitation of big businesses trying to get in your pocket, trying to get your money. Nevertheless, I think Christmas, for most of us, we would think that Christmas is a time, it's a time of joy. It's a time of um, giving of ourselves, giving gifts, being selfless. The passing down of tradition from one generation to the next, we would have memories from our childhood. But these things are good, but yet they don't represent what Christmas is really about. Christmas is about a person. Christmas it is about giving, but it's about the Father who gave the greatest gift to the world and his name was Jesus. Christmas is about a person. And we think about this in that famous text in John 3:16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever should believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life. You see, in that passage, God is the subject. He is the initiator. He is the one who expresses love to the world by giving of his son to the world that we might be saved, that we might be reconciled back to God. And we see this example laid out for us in Matthew's gospel when we're talking about the birth narrative. In Matthew chapter 1, I'm going to start in verse 18, and I'm going to read through chapter 2, verse 6, and it reads, now the birth Emmanuel, which translated means God with us. And Joseph awoke from his sleep and did as the angel of the Lord commanded him and took Mary as his wife, but kept her a virgin until she gave birth to a son, and he called his name Jesus. Chapter 2, verse 1. Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, magi from the east arrived in Jerusalem, saying... Are by no means least among the leaders of Judah. For out of you shall come forth a ruler who will shepherd my people, Israel. And one of the first things that we see here about Jesus is that he is conceived of the Holy Spirit. This is not a natural relation between a man and a woman or a husband or a wife, but no, what we see is this conception that is miraculous. As Jesus was born of a virgin. And this is a fulfillment. This is what Matthew tells us in verse 22. It says, now all this took place to fulfill what was spoken by the Lord through the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall be with child and shall bear a son and they shall call his name Emmanuel. And this name Emmanuel means God with us. It means that God had abided. He lived among men. Jesus came humble as a baby, fully God, fully man, fully God, fully man. And he came for the purpose of saving men from their sins. And we see this in verse 21. It says, and she will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. And this name Jesus, if we were to look in the Hebrew Yeshua, it means salvation, Jesus came to save men from their sins. You see, the world is saturated with sin. The Bible tells us that when God created man, he created man as upright or just. But man, you and I, have sought out many schemes or many devices. In other words, man was rebellious against a holy and a just and a righteous God. If we were to look at, for instance, Paul the Apostle, he says in Romans 5.12, therefore, through one man's sin, it entered into the world. And that man was Adam. And Adam and Eve, they disobeyed God, and because of their disobedience, it allowed chaos into the world. It allowed sin to come into the world, and the result was death. And there was a spiritual death. There was a chasm, a distance, a separation between God and man. And that's the problem. This is the purpose of why Jesus came, in order to reconcile us back to the Father, to reconcile us back to God. Because of our sin, we can never do enough good things in order to have a relationship with God. It's all about what Jesus has done. This is the Christmas story. It's about Jesus. It's about Jesus coming to earth as man. He died the death that we should have died. He lived the perfect life that we could never live. He was buried, and then he rose. And it says that he rose on the third day. And when he rose on the third day, it says that it, it proved that Jesus was the son of God. In other words, Jesus was God. And we have to believe this. You see, Jesus was given as this gift to mankind. But we also have to understand that we have to receive that gift. This gift is not given indiscriminately. This is not universalism. This is gift It's not for all people. Rather, what this means is that we have to have faith. We have to believe. We have to trust. We have to entrust ourselves to the lordship of Jesus. We have to believe that Jesus is God. We have to believe that Jesus was born of a virgin. We have to believe that Jesus died and was buried and that he rose. That's the gospel message. This is what Christmas is all about. We need to have faith in what God has done. But there's more. It's not just a simple intellectual ascent. It's not just saying, oh, yeah, I believe that as we're going to check off a box. No. It means that we have to entrust ourselves to Jesus as Lord of our lives. Let me give you an example. In John chapter 2, verse 23 and 24, it says here that now when he, that is speaking of Jesus... Was in Jerusalem at the Passover during the feast, many believed in his name, observing his signs which he was doing. It says here that many people, they believed when they saw the things that Jesus was doing, when they saw water turned into wine, it says that they believed that Jesus was the Son of God. But it goes on in verse 24, but Jesus, on his part, was not entrusting himself to them for he knew. Amen. And that word entrusting some Bibles will say he did not commit himself it simply means to believe. That word in Greek is pistuo. In other words, Jesus did not believe in their faith. In other words, they were just intellectually saying yes. We believe Jesus to be the son of God, but they did not really believe. They wasn't saving faith. You see, you and I, friend, we have to have saving faith to such a degree that when we truly believe it's going to have an effect on our lives, our lives are going to be different. Family and friends and people who knew us prior to us receiving that gift from the Father will look at us and say, you know what, there's something different about them. That is us keeping in step, walking, making sure that our lives are worthy of the gospel. It doesn't mean that we're perfect, but it does mean that we have been affected in such a way that we are no longer the person that we were before. We are to keep in step. So the Christmas story, again, it's about what Jesus has done. And for us who are Christians, it is a time to celebrate. It is a time to recognize and, and to really just exalt and have joy in what our Savior has done. But for many of you who do not believe in Jesus, it is a time to recognize what the Father has done in sending his Son on behalf of you that you would have that you would have reconciliation to God. But that means that you have to entrust, you need to have faith in Jesus. It means turning or repenting, turning from living a life of selfishness, living a life of self-fulfillment, following the Lord in Jesus. So the meaning of Christmas, it's about what Jesus, the Son, the gift from the Father has done. We want to thank you for spending this time with us and we want to wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year.
0: Hey guys, thank you so much for listening or watching our podcast. If you're enjoying our podcast, we would like to invite you to support us by leaving us a review. Let us know how you have been encouraged by each one of the stories that you have listened here. Also leaving us your feedback. You can also help by following us on social media on Instagram and Facebook or by liking or commenting on our post and also by sharing with your friends and family. Also, don't forget to subscribe on our podcast and YouTube channel. Another way that you can also help us is financially by visiting our Patreon page by going on the link here on the description.